Welcome pagans, heathens, and curious Christians to another episode of Pagan Haven, the educational tour to paganism. I'm your host, Astrid Dawn, and I'm so excited to introduce to you guys our new co-host, John Carter. This is actually my best friend. I've known him since, what, we were 10 years old? 10, 11, yeah. Yeah, we've known each other for a very long time, and whenever James and I had to go our separate ways, and I was actually talking to him about how I needed a new co-host for the podcast and everything, he volunteered. Um, John actually is not into like paganism as much. Uh, he doesn't know as much as I do. Obviously, he was Christian. He's still like, you say that you are a Christian. You're just I follow Christian beliefs and whatnot to a certain extent. But I mean, I question a lot of things. Like uh, I'm curious into a lot of different things. I I'll do my research here and there just to kind of check things out. But. Mm -hmm. Other than that, yeah, I mean, I stick with the Christian faith. And uh, that's exactly why we do this podcast, and that's exactly why in the welcome I specifically say curious Christians, because anyone here is welcome to be able to learn about paganism, because that's what it's all about, is learning about other people and, you know, understanding everyone's, like, culture and how they live their lives, and that just kind of, it's the way to bring peace a little bit, you know, just to be able to understand people a little bit better. Oh, yeah. But anyways, for this episode, we're doing a bonus episode, obviously, because we always drop our episodes on the 15th of every month, which we're still doing our Yule episode, past and present, uh, on December 15th. But this episode, we're doing just a bonus one because it is John's first episode with us. He was in town. He actually lives four hours away from me, but that makes it more manageable that we are actually able to do these episodes together. Whenever we have to be apart and we can't actually meet up, we're going to do what me and James had done, where I edit the audio in and, you know, I'll be here. But we're going to try to do a joint recording as much as we can. So this episode we're going to be doing is Marvel versus Norse mythology. And it's definitely not in any bad way, any attacks. We love the movie. We just watched it this morning in preparation of making this uh, video. But basically, yeah, we just wanted to talk about like what Marvel shows Norse mythology and the gods versus what it actually is. And actually, I wanted to start off the episode by reading a quote that Thor says to Loki because I felt like in the midst of the Marvel universe and Norse mythology, there are so many, many differences. But this one speaks volumes because it really does talk about what Loki is in Norse mythology. He says, see, Loki, life is about, it's about growth. It's about change. But you seem to just want to stay the same. I guess what I'm trying to say is you'll always be the goddess, god of mischief, but you could be more. And whenever we start talking about Norse mythology and Loki as a god, you're going to see... He only gives a crap about being mischief. He does not care about, it's all about him. That's what it is. Like, sometimes he's helpful, sometimes he's harmful, and that's just because. And we are going to talk about that in this episode. So first off, I was talking to uh, John about, like, the big main difference in these movies is that Hela is actually named Hell in Norse mythology. We thought that was a little bit funny that Marvel... Uh, added an A onto it to, I don't know why, but yeah, she is not the sister of Thor or Loki. I mean, Loki and Thor aren't even brothers. I know in the movies they explain that he's adopted, is that he's what they say? He's an adopted brother. Yeah. yeah, he's not even that in Norse mythology. Um, he's actually, 
He becomes one of the more hated gods in North mythol Norse mythology. I can't speak today. <laughs> he's, he's one of the ones in Norse mythology that is one of the most hated ones. So he is not the brother of Thor, and Hel is actually the daughter of Loki. So we're actually going to talk about Hel first. Um, kind of like whenever you look at Christianity, you see, like, Hel that you go to if you're bad. That's what her realm was called. So, Hel, or Hela in the Norse movies, is obviously the daughter of Loki, but she was appointed by Odin as the ruler of a realm that had the same name as her, Hel, which is actually located in Nivelheim. And Nivelheim is actually just a cold, dark place where they felt like dishonored warriors or, you know, people who would go to Hel in Christian faith would be going to Nivelheim, which well, is just like cold. like a fallen angel known as Lucifer. Yeah. You know, Lucer was the holder and the god, god in a sense, of the realm, hell, um, or anyone that, you know, broke the Christian faith or any type of sin, that's where they went, you know? Mm hmm So, there, there's a lot of similarities to what we're talking about here, so that's why it's like, I feel like if we could get more and more people to realize, like... How similar how each religion similar, is. Exactly. How similar certain points in the religions are, I think there'd be a lot more conversation for people and a lot less hate. Exactly. Exactly. Because, I don't know, it's when you see the Christian radicals, like the extremists, they believe, like, if you don't believe in my God, you're going to hell. Like, yep. that. that's it. That's bottom line, you're going to hell. But we look at paganism and we're like, yeah, there's Greek gods, there's Norse gods, yeah, they're they're all there. And that's basically what we're trying to get to a point of. Because mm -hmm. we're not saying all Christians are like that. Obviously, we have John here who is curious and wants to learn and everything. And that's why I welcome you as curious Christians onto my channel. And we just want to show that just because you are Christian and just because I'm Norse doesn't mean that we can't get along and we can't understand our beliefs, you exactly. know? Instead of putting each other down, like, no, you will believe what I what I'm telling you to believe, you know? Yeah. But yeah, and then like the last little note I have here about who Hela is, she is she is definitely the goddess of death, obviously, um, and she's actually a key person in the resurrection of Odin's favorite son, which was Baldur, which we're going to talk about a little bit later because he also, like, Loki is a big part of Baldur's story. Um, so that's just like the differences with Hela, how you see her there. Um, also, just to throw out there, her appearance is not as of what they had in the movies. Uh, Hela's actual appearance, which if you're watching this on YouTube, I will put up the pictures so that you can see what Hela looks like in Norse mythology. But half her face is like deaded and dying because she's, she's half giant, which you see a lot when it comes to gods versus giants. I mean, Odin has giant blood, Thor has giant blood, Loki does, and Hela being of a giant and Loki came out looking half dead on one side. Um, actually, before I go any further, I want to actually explain what Ragnarok is in general, because that's what this movie is, you know, Thor Ragnarok. So what is Ragnarok? Like, what is the story of what Ragnarok is supposed to be like? So Ragnarok's actually supposed to be like a series of events leading up to this great battle that is foretold to happen in Norse mythology. It's supposed to be between the gods and the giants, basically. And it's so funny because in Norse mythology, you always see like giants and gods constantly at odds with each other. And it's like, they they intermingle too. So like a lot of gods have giant blood. So it's it's crazy, it is. But you know, just like every other religion, you have those 
crazy tales and stories and prophecies and stuff. You you know, how are we ever to know what exactly it meant for or why they do it for the reasons they do it? Well, like with your Ragnarok, I, again, back to the whole fact that the similarities between different religions and whatnot, yet if any of you have actually gone through and read the book of Revelations, it tells you about how the world's going to end and how certain people are going to rise to heaven and people are going to fall to hell. Um, it, Ragnarok is kind of a splitting image of that same type of story you know it's it's the end of time it's the end of the, you know end of the world mm -hmm. and there's actually a theory out there which you'll understand what this theory why this theory is out there when i read the rest of my notes that i have here but there's a theory that christianity is actually the religion the story that is supposed to happen after ragnarok happens like it is the next phase of our world. So when I explain the rest of this, you're gonna see why I, why people make that comparison. Um, first off, during Ragnarok, there are a couple gods that do perish. Uh, Odin, Thor, Tyr, Freyr, um, Himadel, what was that guy's name again in the Thor Ragnarok uh, movie? I'm so bad at pronouncing names. I. Yeah, your guess is good. I don't know how to say their names. But and Loki, <laughs> Loki, um, who I'm talking about is Himadel. Um, I'm talking about the person who controls the Bifrost. We're going to talk a little bit about him more later on in the podcast. Um, but those are the ones that actually perish during Ragnarok. Um, these basically what Ragnarok, it's a war on Asgard. It's the war on the world of the gods, but it affects Earth. And what it does to Earth, it leads to natural diseases. It leads to the Earth being um, submerged in water. So, like, you think, like, the like these big natural disasters are supposed to happening, the floods of the Earth. Like, it kind of sounds a little familiar. Exactly. Um, and these events that are going to cause this all to happen is going to cause the rebirth of the Earth. And there's only two surviving humans left at that rebirth. And they're the ones who are supposed to repopulate the earth. Adam and Eve. Exactly. So when I'm sitting here saying that there is so like many similarities, like that's exactly what it is. Because even in paganism, when you're looking at Greek versus Norse versus Egyptian, there's so many different similarities and it doesn't stop at just paganism. You look at Christianity and you look at all these other things, like you can compare them. And that's what we're trying to show you guys that like we can all like learn about each other and see that there are similarities, which we are able to get along with. So let's get into our next note. I'm trying to see which one I want to talk about. Let's just talk about Loki in general, because Loki is the biggest difference when it comes to this, not just because of him himself, but his family and how they're portrayed in there. So like, yes, Loki is a shapeshifter. So when you see him as Odin, Shape that- Shifter. Shapeshifter. I like, I talk so fast and I've, I know I've explained it to you guys on TikTok that sometimes I talk so fast and I trip myself up. And I, for a long time, I edited that out, but you know what? You guys can just see the real idiot. Yep. <laughs> I knew he would take that one because we're such good friends. We just, just like if you notice from her first podcast when she's doing this alone, uh, she doesn't have her very soft spoken voice. She's actually talking like she actually talks on a normal basis now. That was his biggest criticism to me whenever <laughs> we started talking about doing a podcast together. He's like, we're not doing that. No. We're not, we're not doing that. And I'm like, I'm good with that. I'm we're, okay. We're not trying to put you to sleep. We're not, we're <laughs> not, you know, on the station of nap time or anything like that. You know, this is all about knowledge and learning stuff. Exactly. 
Um, so yeah, he's a shapeshifter uh, throughout many different stories, and I'm not gonna explain every god in depth because what are you laughing at me for? You still didn't say shapeshifter. <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna avoid the word that. <laughs> But you like I'm not going to get into the actual stories of each of these gods because we actually are planning in January for our January episode to be about Loki and his family line. So we're going to describe all of what we're talking about today further in depth. So if you do really like this episode and you think that it was cool and you want to learn more about it, our January episode is actually going to be about Loki and his family line. It'll probably be more fun. Yeah. This is my first one. I'm being very... Mellow right now. <laughs> we're we're getting through it. I mean, just as in my first episode, just doing uh Pagan Heaven in general, like it's it's a learning experience, it's nerve wracking and it's a bit awkward. I'm not well, it's a bit awkward <laughs> talking to a phone and talking to each other when, you know. Maybe we should do this live. Maybe there's I mean someday because if you're watching this on YouTube, YouTube will allow us to do lives. So there's a chance that we can actually do lives on YouTube every once in a while when we get together and just answer questions or talk exactly. to people and I'm I'm completely okay with that. So if we can grow our TikTok following, I I mean our YouTube following, I think if we can get to at least 100 subscribers, we can start doing that. Because I think right. right now we're at Easy. 19, so let's at least get up to 100 subscribers on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed on YouTube and you want to see us go live, you're going to want to do that. Um, it's just under Pagan Haven. Um, but anyways, we're going to talk about Loki being a shape shifter. There you go. <laughs> Loki, um, he helped various gods. Uh, there, There's a lot that he used his mischief for that was in benefits of the gods. But more often than not, he was pretty malicious towards the other gods that he was around. And he kind of sided with the giants more often than not. I mean, most of his children um, are byproducts of the giants and stuff like that. Um, well, have you noticed in like the first movie, not to kind of go off topic here a little bit, but I believe in the first movie, that's where he falls back to is his giants like his biological parents mm -hmm. in the movie where he goes on about you know how he's going to destroy thor and everything like that that's who he turns to for his guidance right to go ahead and try to destroy thor in the movies of course yeah he definitely does feel more his giant side than the god side yeah. that's definitely where loki resides um so yeah, he had a positive relationship, but the one thing that broke the camel's back, basically, the one thing that made him the most hated god in Norse mythology is he killed Odin's favorite son, Baldr. Which, when it comes down to um, when he actually did it, we'll get into more of the story in January, but basically he wasn't the one who killed Baldr, but he was the one who orchestrated everything to happen to lead to his death. And we talk about that because Hela is actually very instrumental in the attempted resurrection of Bowder because Bowder is in her realm whenever he dies. So she's the one who holds on to his soul and she's the one who could allow him to come back to life. Um, actually, and they, when they do this, they end up binding Loki. They tie him down and they have a serpent dripping venom onto him and his wife who was very devoted to him even though he wasn't devoted to her because he had plenty of other mistresses oh yeah yeah um she held a bowl over his head so that like the poison wouldn't drip onto him and he was able to survive up until his release when it came to ragnarok and after he is released from ragnarok obviously he joins the side of 
the giants. So like in the movie, he was obviously on Thor's side. He was trying to save everyone and that's not how it is in actual Ragnarok. I mean, it is cool to see brotherly love and see this villain, you know, try to save people. And... Well, a lot of the things about it, too, is you got to look at it as a standpoint of the Hollywood end of it. They're just trying mm-hmm. to, you know, they're trying to make their dollar. They're right, to, right. They're trying to draw in a crowd. So I know some people, they might get offended by the fact they're like, oh, that's not how it actually it is. Well, it's as much as that may be true, they're also... It's a superhero movie. Exactly. (laughs) They're trying to take a little bit of it and be like, all right, we're going to take a little bit of this, but we want to make it interesting enough to grab the attention of people um, and stuff like that. Or just like you think about in military movies. Military movies, they're not allowed to have exactly the same uniform or anything Mm -hmm. like that. There's always got to be something different about it because of not copying in a sense. Or to not even offend, because, like, if you are trying to make something, like, spot on, if you do mess it up, like, it could be a big thing. And, like I said earlier in the podcast, we're doing this episode as a fun thing. Like, I am a big Norse pagan. Like, I, you know, am very deep into this culture. I watch this movie. I like it. I I think it's a good movie. It's funny. I laugh at how stupid Thor can be from time to time, and that's not who the god is. Uh, Thor as a god is actually very warlike. He is very down to go to war whenever he has the opportunity. Like, that's mm-hmm. who he is. He likes to fight. So, like, it, you know, you, you're like, yeah, it's a good movie for what it is, but it is not Thor from Norse mythology. Yeah. So that's why we're just taking the moment to, like, just kind of show you the differences, just as a cool little, like, bonus thing that we're doing for you guys. Um, so we talked earlier that Loki actually dies during Ragnarok. He dies at the same time of killing someone else, which is, um, Hemadar, Hemadel, uh, the guy who was in charge of the Bifrost. He is a god as well, who was in charge of the Bifrost, which opened the other worlds, like Asgard. And I know I was talking to John the other night because we were talking about the different realms and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to describe that, you know, there's a world where there's Asgard and then there's Nivelsheim and there's Valhalla and there's, you know, all these different worlds and there is an actual Bifrost. And he's the one who's in charge of it because he has the, pro- like, the power of foretell for prophecy. He can see into the future. So he's meant to guard that Bifrost to not only keep Asgard safe and the other gods safe, but to warn them when Ragnarok is coming, whenever it is. So that's why you see in the movie where he always says, I see you and stuff like that. And his eyes are the different colors. That's why, like, he is the god of, like, prophecy. Um, But yeah, and then the last one we definitely want to talk about... Um, well, two, but the other one is kind of just a quick one. I guess we'll go through that one, too. They talk about Valkyries. Valkyries in the um, movie. And Valkyries, I just want to explain. There's not really too many of a difference between the movie and Norse mythology. I just want to explain Valkyries a little bit more. When it comes to Norse mythology, there are different afterlives. So, like, I follow Freya, so I am not going to go to Valhalla. Well, if I'm lucky, I'm not going to go to Valhalla. Freya is actually the first person to choose who goes into her realm and who goes to Valhalla. She has Folkvangar and it's the same with Valhalla that you have to die a glorious battle and death and stuff like that, but she has first pick. So then everyone who else who doesn't get picked by Freya can go to Valhalla with Odin. Now, if you are a shield maiden, um, you have the opportunity to serve Odin in his personal army 
of Valkyries, which are meant to be the army that's supposed to protect them during Ragnarok. That's the whole reason that Valkyries exist is because of Ragnarok. And um, so they, they, these shield maidens, these Valkyries had like immense power. They could affect the living world and I mean, even kind of pick out their vendettas, I guess, for mm-hmm. uh, warriors that may have killed them in life and stuff like that. They can affect their destinies and what's going to be happening. But yeah, Valkyries are pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't want to be a Valkyrie in my life because I want to go to Freya and go to uh, Falfengar. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I hope Freya takes me. I plan on fighting a train when I'm 80 with a sword. I have to die in battle, so, like, I have to make sure I'm not going to make it out of it. So, like, I just want to tape, like, a sword, like, duct tape a sword to my hand and, like, fight a train. I know I'm going to lose, but at least (laughs) I have a chance to go into Valkyrie. (laughs) (laughs) Go out swinging. Come on. Yeah. Way to fight a losing battle. That's the point. That's the point. I'm looking to fight a losing battle. I don't think it works that way. I think so. I think you gotta take something with you. Mm. You ain't taking nothing with you. Oh, I haven't taken a sword. Yeah. And I'm yeah. fighting a train. Depending on how fast that train's going, that sword might be a part of the train by the end of it. That's why you duct tape it to your hand. Unless I lose my arm. Yeah, I mean. That's what I'm saying. The, tr- the sword's gonna be the trains and you're, you're gonna be gone. <laughs> you're gonna be pink mist. Yeah. <laughs> For all y'all that don't know, I was in the military. So me making certain dark humor, if you don't like it, I apologize. Uh, unfortunately, dark humor is part of both of us. Like, it's just, you know, coping mechanisms. We didn't have, like, the most amazing childhood or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, like, you have your different coping mechanisms, and dark humor is definitely one of ours. Oh, yeah. That's what makes us such good friends. We're mm-hmm. so mean to each other. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm pretty sure every time he calls me, pretty much every single time he calls me, he says, what up, bitch? Yep. I always say, what up, dickhead? hmm Yeah. It's just, that's our hate. relationship. Yeah. Love-hate relationship. We're just that good of friends. <laughs> but uh, so the last thing we want to talk about when it comes to differences between these movies is... It is the last thing. <laughs> it's Fenrir, the monstrous wolf that you see. Um... Fenrir is actually Hel's brother and Loki's son. So when you see Hela riding the wolf around, she's riding her brother, which is a little disturbing. <laughs> is it um, her stepbrother? <laughs> well, technically, <laughs> technically it is. Technically, oh, it's he fine. Is. <laughs> it's fine. Or no, half, half, half brother. Uh, it, it, it depends. A gray line. It's a gray. Yeah, line. It's, a, it's a gray area. Oh, goodness. We're so bad. Oh, my God. But anyways, when uh, Fenrir was born and came into this world, uh, the gods feared him. Uh, He had immense strength, and he was actually meant to bring about, like, tremendous evil. Um, So the god Tyr and Odin decided to... Continue. (laughs) What was that? You said tear. Oh God, T Y R tear is a god of justice and justice. yeah, lawmaking stuff like that. Lawmaking. Hmm. So he starts trying to chain Fenrir down and ends up losing his hand to this because Fenrir swallows it. Yeah. That's even more kinky. A little bit. <laughs> But just let me read you some of the ingredients that were 
for this chain, to make this chain. Ingredients. This is getting interesting. Cat footsteps. The beard of a woman. Hmm? The breath of a fish. And other elements. Uh, so this chain was invisible. <laughs> it was the strongest thing to try to keep Fenrir down. Um, and the biggest reason that they wanted to chain him down was because he was prophesied to kill Odin. Odin, who was, you know, king of all the gods. And in the end, in the story of Ragnarok, Odin does swallow, or Fenrir swallows Odin, Odin whole. Wow, I can't speak. He swallows him whole. Not only does he swallow Odin whole during Ragnarok, but he swallows the sun as well. That that is what Fenrir is prophesized to do: swallow the sun and swallow Odin. And that is why, till this day, he has heartburn. <laughs> I I don't I don't I don't think that's ever been prophesized. I I haven't seen any ancient scriptures talking about Fenrir and his heartburn. <laughs> Please don't make that become a merch shirt now. <laughs> Being that this is the end of the episode, I actually want to take a moment to talk about the brand and the rest of the stuff before we actually end this episode. Um, John here has expressed interest in wanting to help out with the merch and be actually a part of the Astrid Army like brand and like help build this as like a business and everything. Make it less boring. <laughs> He's here to make me less boring. Yep. Pretty much. So, yeah, he's going to be working on um, merch with me. So we're going to try to work for a new merch line to come out probably in the new year. Like we can try to get some designs ready for, you know, the drop in January. We got, the ideas. We got <laughs> I got some ideas going too, but he thinks his is better than mine. So, yeah, um, maybe we can do a contest where me and you each come up with certain designs and then just see which one becomes more popular. Not gonna be very fair, but I, I'm down. I already won. Well, we will. We will see. We'll see. You know, we'll work on it. We will. I think that would be fun. A uh, little contest. We can put it up on our Facebook page and our uh, Instagram page. So definitely make sure. I know I say that in every episode, but you definitely want to make sure that you're checking out our Facebook page and our Instagram page for Pagan Haven. We have a free shirt contest active right now on the Facebook page. So if you want to be able to um, win a free shirt from our podcast, go ahead and go onto our Facebook page and find that post. Um, I actually am wearing one of our newest designs. Pagans are the reason for this season. We're very proud of that one. I think it's, well, I'm proud of it. <laughs> I know he isn't, but yeah. are you at least proud of me? at all we'll see how this goes <laughs> see i need you guys to make this successful so that my best friend can be proud of me <laughs> well you're still gonna vote for me for my shirt and my design because i'm gonna win yeah apparently <laughs> but yeah anyways that's like i said that's the uh end of this short bonus episode um i short. wanted to introduce you to longer than your other Actually, yeah, after editing this down and everything, it's probably going to be one of the longest podcasts we've had so far. But, you know, it's just because, like, exactly. I'm very happy to have John here with us. I am very happy to have him joining. Better. I'm very happy to have (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Sorry, I'm having fun. Yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah. that's what that's what we're here. Yeah, we're we're, we're here, here to entertain here to you guys, fun. but to teach you guys as well. Well, she's teaching. I'm just here for the fun. 
So I'm education and you're fun? Yep. Again, boring, fun. <laughs> I'm just so happy. <laughs> no, I am. I, I have been saying for this whole week that I've been very excited to be able to do this episode, sit down and be able to talk to him about his business plans that he has for this. And just all in all, be able to have more support and more help with my brand because I have been doing this all by myself. I do have some people in the background, but not to the extent that John is willing to step up and help out with. So exact, like, like we said before, make sure you're following us on YouTube, get us up to the hundred subscription and we'll start doing a little bit of lives. Um, check out our Facebook and Instagram page for, you know, info updates, anything else. And then if you're checking out my, um, TikTok, I'm sure we can link your TikTok as well. If you would like, um, we each have TikTok accounts. Um, and I do a lot of promoting on there and keeping up with what's going on. We also have a discord. I have a link in bio section where I'm going to be attaching to the episode, whether you're on YouTube, I'll have it on my YouTube comments and if you're looking on spotify or anything else it's right in the description of the podcast so yeah that's the end of our episode and we'll see you uh next episode november 15th when we t or december 15th when we talk about yol the history and uh yellow modern practices and make sure you're checking out our yule shirts we have a yule blessing shirt and the pagans are the reason for the season on etsy under astrid astrid's army yellow I have a feeling that's all he's going to call Yule is Yolo. Yolo. I'm going to leave you with Yolo. Yolo.